It's time to start the podcast. It's time to hit the mics. It's time to hit the podcast and get a million likes. Oh, God, you guys, there's so much to talk about since last week. This mm-hmm. is episode six. Yes, it is. Yeah, and, you know, there are uh, more people sharing and liking. That's good. Yeah. And you, I, I don't you know. You told me some of the demographics, and it's like we're really big with, what was it? Um, the one that we're number one in is none drag queens. I know, and we're going to maybe get to talk to one. I think it could be happening. <laughs> Did you go to a Catholic school? I went to a lot of them, yes. Really? Oh, Several. I didn't yeah. know that. I'm sorry if I offended you. No, no, no. You can't offend me. I'm Irish Catholic. I'm not one of those uptight Roman Catholics. And our producer G is here as well. What up? How you doing, Moan? Couldn't be finer. And I didn't bring any dirty jokes from Deb in Nebraska this week. <laughs> Deb's on Deb's in Facebook jail. Uh, you know, we want to talk about so many different things today. The one thing, I don't know where this is going to go, but let's go there anyway. We watch a show on NBC called Good Girls. Okay. It's on, it's on in prime time. And it, it's a fun show. I mean, it's been around a while. We watched all the previous seasons. Now we actually watch it live on the night it airs. What night is that? It's Sunday night at eight. One of the characters on Good Girls plays the part of a security guy uh, at a strip club. Oh. And, and you know, uh, so I said to the wife, P-Jug, mm-hmm. have, you ever, have you ever been to a strip club? Mm. Have you? No, I haven't. Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. <laughs> Night's still early. And then I start to think to myself, what must it be like in the average day of a stripper? Okay, so they, they're going to party late. You know, it might get up 10, 11 o'clock, wouldn't you think? In my experience, all the women that I know that are strippers or dancers, they get up at 7 o'clock in the morning because they're usually single mothers. You're talking about the life of being a DJ. Ah. That's a different life. So my son came over for lunch, and he said, what are you doing today, Dad? And I said, well, we're going to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about strippers. And he goes, well, why would you do that? And I said, yeah, because, why would you? I said, because good girls has a character. that's a security dude at a strip oh place. And, and so anyway, and I'm trying to encourage people to watch this. It's really good. He said, well, dad, I know several strippers. Mm-hmm. And I go, yeah, really? And I go, how'd you meet yeah. them? And I'm thinking, okay. Is you, that ga- what- you gave me their numbers, dad. <laughs> that's how. They partied at his house. He lives down on the U campus. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being a dancer. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. I mean, what's wrong is people showing their booty for free on Instagram in the hopes that they get enough you know, hearts to make money. I would rather get the 20 right now. Sure. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not, I don't want to roll the dice exactly like the Kentucky Derby. And by the way, you're a jerk. You told me who to bet on for the Kentucky Derby and yeah. I lost. And yeah. then I found out it was fixed. I know the entire story. Medina Spirit, this horse wins the Derby and later it tests positive for steroids. The horse had dermatitis, lotion that needed to be put on the horse's skin to take care of this chronic condition contained a steroid which is usually used throughout the entire horse racing season except for the three big races in the triple crown which by the way the horse that won the derby that's got everybody talking the one that had the steroids whatever has just been announced to go in the number three shoot at the preakness stakes the guy who has trained all these horses has had five failed drug tests with his horses moon how many drug tests have you failed before you changed 
skin lotion. I will never forget when I was on a, on my way to a city for a job interview. I had to use, you know, the little boys room and leave a specimen. I'm at the airport. My phone goes off. Hey, you might not have to come today. You tested uh, positive on your, your chemical test. Mm. I'm like, what? I'm like going, I'm clean. They said, well, you got to go pee in a jug again. I said, uh-huh. okay, there, here comes pee jug. Here comes so, <laughs> why you gotta say why you gotta do her like that? Okay. <laughs> I pee again the next thing you know, we sent it back in. There were well, there was a mistake on my last test. If they tested me now, it might be different. Might be. My tax. It always makes me mad that I can't figure out my taxes. Every year I struggle with the same thing. You know, I feel like we should be able to figure out our taxes. You know, the government acts like you have to pay your fair share. I have no problem paying my fair share. All I want to ask the government is, what do I owe you? I know. They won't tell us. They won't tell us. They're like, no, you figure it out. (laughs) Really? I got to do my job plus a big-ass math problem for you every year? Is that it? And then, then, let me me get this straight. If I get it wrong, I have to go to prison. (laughs) That seems a little harsh for a quiz. I mean, why do they, why do I have to figure out? Couldn't they just fax me a number? Tell me the number. Tell me, I mean, how much information do they need? They're already getting your paycheck before you get it and taking the money out. And then they send you the check and you got to, at the end of the year, they're like, was that enough or you want to pay a little bit more? <laughs> I mean, how much, you get my paycheck early, you're listening to my phone calls, you're reading my emails. What are my f***ing taxes? Did you see that cool thing that I sent you for uh, Father's Day? You want you want an idea for Father's Day? This is a, a <laughs> must-have. I want to buy this for you for Father's Day, and you are not my father. Okay. If anything else, you're like my second stepfather. It is a watch that works as a watch and has a watch face, but the watch face is detachable, and you can twist it much like a marijuana grinder, and you uh, can actually tuck your little buds in there. Put the little top, you know, on, and you can oh go. <laughs> You're kidding. And and wow. clean it, and then dump it out, and then you can you can show the rest of your uh, friends that watch NBC on Friday nights how cool you are. You know, we're all getting older at about the same rate. Well, at exactly the same rate, right? <laughs> I mean, even babies are getting older. When you think about it, even babies are getting older, right? I kind of feel sorry for babies because you really notice it on them. (laughs) I mean, most of us, it's your birthday. You look in the mirror, it's like, well, that's the same asshole as last year. (laughs) But a baby, you're like, dude, you doubled your weight. (laughs) I looked at my itemized bill in a uh, hospital stay one time. And uh, on line 38 or whatever, I see that they're trying to charge me for a pap smear. So I called the administrator at the hospital. And I said, you know, I was under anesthesia, but did you possibly give me a pap smear? Right. And he's <laughs> like, what? Well, you kept flipped in your dress up. When you get married, every married friend you have loves to tell you, you're going to love being married. It is great. And uh, it is great. It is great. But when they say that, that's a little bit like when you're going to go swimming and they're already in the water and it's a little bit cold. But (laughs) they don't tell you that because they think it's going to be funny when you figure it out. (laughs) It's a classic. Come on in. The water's fine. (laughs) Yeah. It's fine, but you have to swim around. (laughs) And that's when all your married friends love to tell you. (laughs) Yeah, you do. (laughs) You have to swim around. (laughs) 
It's worse if you try and get out. <laughs> Last week, you and the week before, you did a terrible job of targeting who could be potential advertisers for this podcast. I have the perfect advertiser. What is it? The Lawnmower 2.0. It's a lawnmower? It is a male shaving device for oh, your like a, nether regions. So like a bushwhacker. That has a, <laughs> correct. Exactly. That has a 90-minute charge time. Bingo, bingo. <laughs> oh, my God. I was listening to another podcast. Sorry, sorry. But they had to do commercial reads. And you have been doing commercials and commercial reads for many, many years. You're a pro at this. Decades, yeah. And in radio, sometimes they just go, hey, talk about this product. Do I have any talking points? Do I have any information? And you don't. So you just have to go from the hip. So I want you to sell the lawnmower 2.0. You know, every man has certain genes which lead to hair growth. I mean, it's testosterone, baby. And, and you know, you've had facial hair. Well, it sometimes <laughs> that grows southward. And the next thing you know, you're standing there looking at a jungle, a jungle, I tell you. And now what are you going to do? There's only one way to tackle a problem like this. Bushwhacker 2000. Lawnmower, <laughs> lawnmower, lawnmower 2.0. The lawnmower 2.0. 2.0, 2.0, 2.0. When you aim this, I want you to take good aim because you don't want anything removed that wasn't supposed to be gone. All right, so there you go. $49.99, PayPal accepted. Oh, good boy. It's actually $79.99. And, uh, $79.99. Nine hour charging. So, you know, you can really think about it. That's good. You can do shapes. You can you can do fades. You can, you know, here's the thing that's exciting to me for you guys. This revolutionary thing. It's like cuz it's always dangerous to cut your hair privately. You can do whatever little new hairstyle you want. Like a mohawk. You can do a mohawk. You can do a landing strip. There's a lot of pro there's a lot of potential. I saw something on CNN yesterday on their app. There's a football player named Tariq Hill. Mhm. Mm yeah. Plays with the Chicago Bears. Very famous, okay. yeah. I look at their app, and it says, Tariq Hill killed in an accident. Oh, no. And, Jesus. And I'm like, going, oh, man. I open the regular webpage, and what it said was, twin brother of NFL player Tariq, Tariq Hill, Hill was killed. Was killed. So it looked like online, Tariq Hill got killed, and they didn't use the rest of it. And I'm like thinking, how many people, including his family, might have seen something like that? And what would that have done to your your mind? It's about clickbait and getting people to click through. You know, uh, we've had so much crap on this show already. We should take a short break. Then Sister Tasha Salad joins us. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. It's our first drag nut. We talk about everything. We talk about anything. And right now, we'd like to introduce Sister Tasha Salad. Yes, I am Sister Tasha Salad. So I am a fully professed drag nun with mm. the Ladies of the Lakes. That is our local Minnesota house of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. And the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence are an international organization of drag nuns. I can't <laughs> believe I did not know about this. Moon. 
Where have you been hiding Sister Tasha salad? So I, I say to PJUG, I said, okay, we're going to have uh, Sister Tasha on today, and they're going to talk about uh, the organization they're in and all this and that, uh, drag nuns. And she says, well, do they do appearances at like assisted livings or nursing homes? She keeps hinting that I'm going away. <laughs> 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 yes, we do. Um, and just recently, we started going out again to uh, some live events. But fortunately, we were able to do some of these wonderful virtual events all throughout the last year. And so uh, we've just kind of been making it work. But we're ready to get back out there, back into the the bars, into the, the LGBTQ scene, into the, the pride festivals and the marches and all that. And you are a fundraising uh, 501c, right? Yes, that is correct. Who, who do you raise funds for now? I mean, you know what I mean? Like what, what are your primary uh, focuses right now with the pandemic and everything? A lot of our local organizations that support, you know, Twin Cities, Metro people who are living with HIV and AIDS, who may not have a lot of resources, medical resources, vaccine resources. Um, and so we've been doing a lot of work with the Aliveness Project. And mm-hmm. um, we've got a lot of other work coming up with other organizations throughout the summer. So, yeah. As I look at your attire, I'm thinking, wow, that's really fancy. You need to look at their website. It gives a lot more description. Yes, our local website, the Ladies of the Lakes, is lolsisters.org. Oh, and my the- God. What a great <laughs> domain name. Hold yes. on to that domain name no matter oh, what. Yeah. You could sell that for big money. <laughs> And if you want to check out the international organization page or, well, it started in San Francisco where everything gay starts. It is just thesisters.org. Tell us about some of your friends and some of your experiences you've shared. I joined the organization in November 2019. And so I still feel like a a relative newbie. Uh, There's a lot of sisters who've been involved. Our, Our house started about five years ago. San Francisco started in 1979. And then, like I said, there's houses all over the world. Uh, In my experience, we are just this weird little family of strangelings who come together and we just want to do some good, uh, some good work for the people out in our community. A number of years ago, uh, we had a bunch of drag queens come out to the state fair and we did a thing called Queer Eye for the State Fair Guy. They put me in a gold lame dress that was snug, baby. I'm telling you, I had heels on, like stilettos. Yeah. It was awesome. And I, felt I saw the that. pictures. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we, we can post those uh, on the website that we're going to put up. We uh, started this thing, I don't know how long ago. We still don't have a website. But we're working on it. Yeah, I don't know why, because you didn't build it. <laughs> you just say things like that. Well, like, you know, someone was supposed to build a website. Who, yeah. who, who? I paid for everything, so I don't want to do anything more any yeah. work. <laughs> you, you paid to get yourself on the internet, dude. You didn't okay. All right, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I love so you. Are, are you guys gonna be out anytime soon where people could meet you? We are joining the another local organization called and you probably don't know about this either. The North Star Gay Rodeo Association. Oh, yes, I need to know right. about that. Uh, we are joining one of their candidates. Yes. Uh, their, one of their candidates is doing a fundraiser on uh, May 29th at the oh, nice. saloon. At the saloon downtown. We are local fabulous gay bar. And uh, a few of us sisters will be performing there. We are still not hosting events. Um, we're still talking about when... Uh, it'll be, we feel it's appropriate and safe for us to host, uh, in-person events, but, uh, we go, we attend all local pride festivals. 
Minneapolis, Rochester, Duluth, Fargo, Branch Out. We take care of this whole region. Uh, we're the closest house here. So you can nice. find us at all the Pride Festivals everywhere, too. I was the uh, Grand Marshal of the Pride Day Parade in Houston, Texas for six years in a row. Right? They let you they let you in there? <laughs> they did. I will never forget my first Pride uh, Festival here in the Twin Cities. Okay, so we had a uh, radio station vehicle that was going to be in the in the parade. And I took my son with me because there was a Twins game that day. And I was just going to go over to Target Field. And so uh, when we pull up in the parade, we have a certain number. And that's your parking position. Yep. And we pulled up next to a 30-foot-tall vagina. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So then my son says to me, Dad, what's that? And I'm like going, uh, come on, let's get some cotton candy. <laughs> Why would you pick cotton candy? That's like the worst. Pick. That's the worst. It's the same color. What are yeah. you talking about? Like, that's going to distract him. Uh, I should have done nachos. That's where those, that's where those therapy. Not a hot dog. Not a hot dog. A hot dog is another conversation. Oh God. Oh, she just spit her wine. Sorry about that. Uh, That actually reminds me of a story about the sisters in San Francisco who in one of their pride parades, they constructed a huge condom. One part of the organization is promoting safe sex and sex positivity and sure. all that. And so that just made me think of that. How do we get this podcast into a giant condom? We need to talk to some people. Any latex allergies? Yeah. Oh, no, we can't, Moon. All right. Well, well Sister Tasha Salad, thank you so much for coming uh, by. Yeah, yes. Everybody needs to check out the website. What was it again? www.lol sisters.org and i do want to leave you with a little something it's a tradition that we do when we do events or marches or parades or whatever we do we always do a blessing and so i would like to offer a blessing to this new podcast and here we go hail dolly full of grace heart full of love and hair full of spray bless this podcast and its listeners Fill us with eternal glitter in all the little nooks and crannies of our lives. Bless us with laughter and joy. And if not, bless those who keep listening anyway. And in the name of Freddie, Madonna, and Gaga herself, amen. 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 All right. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. And follow us on Instagram. LOL MN sisters, LOL MN sisters on Instagram. We post all of our events on there as well. I'm actually in charge of the Instagram. So if it's boring, you can, you can blame me. (laughs) (laughs) We will not, we will not blame you for anything. Beautiful sister of the lake. If you're interested, I know you're fascinated with crime. Yes. Um, So if you are on Twitter, this is one I enjoy. It's called at MN underscore crime. And they report on all different kinds of crime. Uh, some serious, you know, like if fire, all that police, uh, medics are called, things like that. But some of their descriptors are pretty darn funny of some of the calls that come in, right? This is from St. Paul. Officers dispatched downtown to Rice Park for report of a male known as Guitar Jesus, who is making inappropriate comments to children on their lunch break from school. The no. suspect is a white male in his 60s. Guitar Jesus. Guitar Jesus. Whoa. Just just messing with the kids. This is also from Minnesota Crime. Disturbance. Target. 
750 South Robert Street. Now that's in West St. Paul. Caller reports someone spread chicken feet throughout the parking lot and one is stuck in her door handle. Here's my last one. Bloomington, a light rail train operator reports to transit officers that are two people engaged in sexual intercourse on a train that just left the Mall of America. He <laughs> must have bought something nice for her on sale. This is this is a ways back. This is from late last year. Minneapolis, unknown trouble. 4400 block Pillsbury Avenue. Caller believes there is, in quotes, some sort of entity in the basement moving her father's property. It was last seen standing on top of the water heater and it materializes on and off. What, what do you think that is? <laughs> it was like the dad, like an old HVAC repairman that's just like yeah. haunting the basement. What is that? What is that handle again? MN underscore crime. Hey, and what's your handle? Oh, at Tiffany, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y, the comic. You can follow me there. I retweet a lot of these. They're, like I said, they're not all funny, but man, some of them are just absolutely priceless. It's intense getting married. You, you, don't, you say some serious stuff when you get married. You don't even really think about it, right? And you have to learn how to compromise, which uh, that's, I had to learn how to compromise. I had to compromise on a dream that I had. It was not, a, you know, it wasn't a big life dream. It was just a simple man dream. It was just a simple guy dream. I was going to buy a mini fridge and that was going to be my bedside table. <laughs> I thought I had a great idea. And on top, I was going to have one of those coffee pots that goes off on a timer. And so at night I can be in bed with my wife watching a movie or reading a book, have a nice cold beer out of the mini fridge, maybe two. And then in the morning I'd wake up to the smell of hot coffee and get the milk out of the fridge. I have my coffee how I like it. I've had, I've had my beer at night and then my coffee in the morning. I haven't even put my feet on the floor. Yeah, that was my dream. I know. Well, I was one pee jug away from Nirvana. <laughs> I don't have it because I had a compromise. My wife told me we are not going to have a mini fridge in the bedroom, right? Except the way that she said it, it was like I wanted to bring home a live monkey. <laughs> so I compromised on that dream by not getting any part of it that I wanted. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. That's another round of uh, Moon Pea Jug and Hobbs for the week. If you have not liked or shared this broadcast, what is wrong with you? Do you want us to go under? Because we're feeling like we're drowning now. <laughs> Here's what you do. Like us, share us. And now all we got to do is sing on our way out. I'll leave that to you, Guitar Jesus. It's time to end the podcast. It's time to shut off the mics. It's time to end the podcast and get a thousand likes. You need to share this podcast with friends in cars or bikes. It's time to end the podcast and get a thousand likes. Why do you always listen? I guess we'll never know. A fat guy in a wheelchair. What the f does he know? It's time to end the podcast. It's time to get some likes. Go to your computer, type it in, and you're going to win. We are out of lyrics in Boopy Jug and Hobbs.